Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 304, and welcome to a very special edition on a back porch. That's right. I have a friend, a wonderful friend. He listens to this podcast, and he has a house that's right on the beach. And so right now, I am looking at the ocean. What you're hearing in the background is waves crashing in, and then the stones getting pulled back into the ocean. It is unbelievable. The team and I are, uh, the Phoenix One team and I, are taking a little break. We've just had a really, really busy ministry season, and so... I was like, hey, can we just come crash for a couple days? And uh, he was like, absolutely. We, <clears throat> it was really cool. I got the opportunity to speak for, I think it was about 130 different worship leaders from, I think they had five different states, six different states. Really cool. Anyway, got to do that. And uh, the Phoenix One team came along and it was so cool. It was so cool because, uh, you know, I spoke in the morning and then we just sat out on the beach because the the conference was in Huntington and we just met with people all day who were, you know, hurting and they had stuff going on. And I mean, it was so cool. It was just good to be with people. Um, I just I think our team is just like this is what we were made to do. We were just made to help people. And um, it's been really, really cool. So it was such an honor. But I think we were like. But we're also pretty tired, so I think we need we need a little breather. So uh, my good buddy was willing to, to let us crash here and have a little reprieve. So it's been super, super, super awesome. So, hey, I hope you're doing good uh, wherever you are, whatever time of day it is, whenever you're listening to this podcast. I really do hope you are doing good. I, I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. And, and I've just learned that there's just more and more people that are listening. And I think the website's been kind of a cool thing, like people checking it out and go, wow, that's kind of fun. So, I mean, more of us learning, growing, figuring it out, reading scripture together, struggling through it. I think it's so awesome, so important. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for those of you who continue to give to the podcast. Uh, and again, you can go to the website www.frontporchconfessional.com. That's right. We have a website now. It's so exciting. Uh, there's a little tab on there that that uh, says partner, and that's a, it has a multiple different ways in which you can be a part of it. And then also all the podcasts are on there too. So you can uh, scroll down on that fa- front homepage, and you can see all the different podcasts there. If you're getting going, if you're like, hey, I've uh, I found it on on iTunes, but man, there's a lot in there. Well, on the website. Uh, there's a bunch of bunch more episodes, so you can go check that out. So, okay, our podcast, our, our podcast, our passage for today is Psalms 34:5, and it says this: "Those who look to Him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed." Psalms 34:5: "Those who look to Him are radiant, and their faces shall never be." ashamed. Uh, this week was a real interesting week for me in that, uh, one, I, I got to, to speak, the team and I got to help people, but then also like I was so excited to go surf. Like if you, I mean, if you listen to this podcast for any amount of time, you're like, this dude loves the ocean. Well, I never knew how much I loved the ocean until I moved to Arizona and I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I miss it. I mean, right now I'm like, we've just been sitting out here all day and it's been 
unbelievable and unbelievably restful. But I also love to surf. And uh, so I was like, you know, we're at Huntington. I'm like really excited to be able to get out there and surf. And so this is like maybe two days ago. So I go out, I've got like an hour, maybe 45 minutes before I have a, a counseling session with a guy. And I get out there and the, the waves are big, but they weren't that, that big. And so I was out there, I kind of got myself in line. I have my, my surfboard, uh, which is like a fiberglass surfboard. And then I get out there and all of a sudden out of nowhere, this huge set comes in. And I got past the first set and these ones were, there was five of them, five waves. And the second wave, I mean, I was like in the worst, I was like in the danger zone. And I kicked off my board, dove under the wave, and that, that, that wave came crashing down on my surfboard, snapped it in half. And then I'm just stuck out there. And I'm like, oh man, like, and, and to be honest, it was pretty scary. Like really, really scary. Got held down pretty bad. My heart was, my heart race, heart was racing. And, and so anyway, I was like on the beach, you know, kind of trying to catch my breath i was really bummed because my board broke and i'm like man and i was trying to go like i think this is so important and what i started thinking was i think this is how a lot of people feel like just panicked life's kind of torn apart broken there i mean it's like everything's overwhelming like this time in our history is really really overwhelming and I started to kind of think about my life and what we've been through and maybe even this, I mean, moving, I mean, year and a half ago, we moved to Phoenix a little over a year and a half ago, we moved to Phoenix and, you know, it's just been like, wow, it's been a whole, a whole lot of a whole lot. And I was like, man, and then this passage was so helpful. It's like, wait a second, but there's a different way to do this. There's a different way to kind of, you're not surviving. There's a different way to kind of change the reality like if you read psalms 34 i mean it's just this beautiful beautiful declaration of just going like look what happens when you look to jesus or look to god look to yahweh look look what happens and and i what i loved about this i had i mean the moment i read this particular verse in the in the context of the whole passage but or in the or, or the whole um the whole psalm this passage stood out for me because it was like no 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 there's a byproduct here there's a byproduct of depending on the Lord and trusting in him. And I'm always interested in like, you know, people say like, just trust in the Lord. And you're like, yes, of course, I definitely want to do that. Um, but, but sometimes you're like, am I trusting in the Lord? This one's like, check this out. Those who look at him and look at the Lord are radiant. I, that, that idea captivated me. And I just started thinking about that idea of there is a visual sign to the community around us when we're depending on the Lord, when we're trusting on the Lord. Like, you know, I, I people talk all the time and they go like, oh my gosh, like that person seems so peaceful, seems so kind, seems so calm. And I'm like, they're radiating. There's something about them that is changing like their outside demeanor. And that's becoming a great comfort to people around them. Like, you know, St. Francis of Assisi, and it's debated whether he said this or not, but he said, like, preach the gospel always and sometimes use words. And, and that's what I kept thinking of when I was thinking about this passage. I was like, that's kind of what it's saying. It's going like there, is, there are people that are walking around and they are radiating the peace of God. They are radiating the joy of God. They are radiating 
like the calm and the dependency. And it's like, literally, they don't have to say anything. It's just like their, their face shines. You ever meet people and they just smile and you're like, dude, what's up with that smile? Right. And sometimes it can be a bit intimidating. And, you know, if you've been hurt for a while, it can become kind of you become kind of cynical. You're like, that can't be real. You know, they're probably just manufacturing that or maybe they're radiating. Maybe these truths in scripture have gone deeper than just topical. And I think a lot of times when it comes to the Bible, we just we use scripture like a crutch. We use it to get by. Like it's like it's like taking Advil for a headache. We're like, I just got to get through this. I need a, vo- a verse. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. On all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. Yes. Okay, my headache went away. I feel so much better. Oh, gosh, it came back. But there's something different when these truths start settling into your soul. And it's like when they set there, it just the scriptures are going like, you just, you're going to radiate you're going to radiate truth. You're going to radiate that stuff everywhere you go. And I was like, man, that's so beautiful. And then it's this, this, the next part of this, and their faces shall never be ashamed. And I'm like, man, shame is the dominant. I feel like it's one of the dominating emotions that people are struggling through right now. Like just show so much shame. You know, so I talked a little bit about this in, 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 in just in a, you know, just being vulnerable. Like, I, I never realized that, that shame was a, a, a massive motivator for me. I never saw myself as a person that felt shame, you know. And I started realizing, like, oh, my gosh. Like, shame has been something that has controlled my life for most of my life. And then I started thinking, I wonder what my life would look like without shame. And I was like, that's kind of a crazy thought. Because for me, it was like, why do I read my Bible? Why do I pray? Do I do it? Because I'm trying to connect with the God of the universe. And I want his presence. And I want to seek him and know him. Now, for most of my life, it's been shame. If I don't, I'll be a bad Christian. Or I don't, he'll be disappointed in me. And I'm like, wow. You know, like, like I wonder for many of you, is the, re- the only reason you go to church is because the idea of not going, you would just feel so much shame. Like the reason why you give or volunteer is be- because shame is the thing that's driving you. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've been reading the Bible my whole life. I've been praying the whole, my whole life, but it hasn't set into my soul because I'm seeking after the wrong thing. And when I seek after the wrong thing, it starts to crush me. And that starts to impact my face, my reality, my world, interior, exterior world. But here the psalmist is like, I got a whole different way to think about this, to process through this. That I think could be really, really helpful for you. When you look to the Lord, when you really do, when it's not just something you talk about, when it's not just something that is like a feel-good thing or that's what we should do, but it becomes your world. It becomes what you're about. It impacts internal and it impacts the external. And that really made a massive impact on my thinking this week. And I go, I was out there in that ocean and I was so afraid. I really was. Um, That doesn't happen very often, but I was really afraid. And um, I was like, thinking like, oh my gosh, this is, this is bad. I was way out there. It was really deep. I was running out of air. 
And I was like, man, I was sitting on the beach going, hey, Jeff, are you, are you trying to live that way? Like spiritually? Are you just always like wading in the water? <laughs> you know, everything's busted up and you're like, here we go again. And I just got to paddle harder. And I think that's what so many of us do spiritually. And we're like using scripture to kind of like a, like just kind of get us through it. Instead of it being something that's transforming all of us, where there's a peace that passes all understanding, there's a joy even in the midst of suffering. And uh, yeah, I don't know, it was like a really interesting reflection. And, and then this passage for me was really powerful because I thought, man, am I living this way? Am I just reading this stuff? Am I just going through the routines? You know, Marx, Karl Marx had this quote, and it said, religion is the opiate of the masses. And he, he had, I mean, he had this claim that, you know, religion was just inebriating people to a really bad world. And they needed God to kind of survive and get through. And, I th- and I'm like, I think a lot of people live that way. I think I've lived that way for a period of time. But what the psalmist says is, yeah, 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 but that's not real if you've really looked on him. If you really know him. Like the angels, if you just go, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Like Isaiah goes, woe is me. I am a man of unclean lips. When he, the presence of God is so overwhelming to him. Like he's just like, wow, he sees himself. And then in the midst of that whole uh, uh, scene that Isaiah has, he then finds this peace with the Lord. And the, and the peace of the Lord then pushes him into the mission and what God has called him to. And I just go, man, Lord, I need that. So, I, you know, as I started kind of, again, working through this, I thought, well, looking to the Lord is where life begins. It's where it begins. We're looking to all the other things. But actually looking to the Lord, like sitting in his presence, sensing his nearness, his closeness, not the religiosity that says, do this, do this, do this, but just sitting with him. And when we get a glimpse and an understanding of who he really is, there's something in us that changes. It literally changes and it becomes evangelistic. So the question is pretty simply, where are your eyes fixed? Are your eyes fixed on your circumstances? Because to be honest, I really think that's where most people's eyes are fixed. You know, they're looking to the economy. They're looking to politicians. They're looking, you know, to wars and rumors of wars and all these things. That's why everyone's freaking out. But what happens when we look to the Lord and trust on Him? It impacts the internal and the external. Heavenly Father, we we need your help to do this. Uh, We want to believe it with all of our hearts. We really do. But we are so easily distracted and we give in to the pressures and the, 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 the problems of this world. So teach us to see you. Spirit, be near to us so we can see and sense your presence for your glory. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart.